0: Asalaamu Alaikum. <laughs> In the most holy name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, yes. I bear witness that there is no God except that Allah is God. Yes. And I bear witness that Muhammad is His Messenger. We thank Allah so much yes, for His divine and merciful intervention into our affairs, having made his divine presence known in the person of Master Farad Muhammad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We not only thank him for his coming, but we thank him for raising from our midst yes. the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, yes. and we thank them both for raising from our midst the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. Yes, yes. Beloved brothers and sisters, allow me to once again greet you in the greeting words of peace and paradise as-salamu alaykum. I want to first of all just say how happy and excited that I am to be in the city of Phoenix at Muhammad Mosque number 32. And I'm so honored and anxious to share with you today because we are in the city for a few days as guests of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And I can't say much else beyond that. However, I can say that if you have not made preparations to go to Savior's Day, you should probably leave this meeting making haste to be in Chicago for the weekend of February 26, 2023, which I know most of us are excited about anyway. Because we haven't had this kind of mass gathering or getting together since before COVID-19. So I hope you're excited to go and to be with brothers and sisters of the Nation of Islam and for those of us who may have never gone to Savior's Day, if this is your first Savior's Day, this would be a good time for this to be your first Savior's Day. I want to thank my dear brother and friend, Student Minister Abdul Halim Muhammad. I wish I could have recorded all of those wonderful things he was saying because I kept wondering who was he referring to? But I have always loved my brother and loved his beautiful spirited delivery of the word of Almighty God, Allah. And I remember the first time that I ever heard my brother was when he was in the city of Buffalo. And I had never heard of him before, but when he graced the rostrum, I was like, no, that man is a rock star in the delivery of the word of God. And so I'm so happy that he is able to be of service and aid and help to the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and the wonderful believing community of Muhammad Mosque number 32. I don't have to tell you that this is an extremely special mosque in the nation of Islam. For this is the mosque that is in the same city that the messenger of Allah resides as first and foremost, off the top. This was a city that was considered a place of refuge for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. This is a city that has become a critical city in the rebuilding of the nation of Islam by the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And certainly we would be remiss if we did not honor and give respect to a man who really, brothers like student minister Ilya Rashad and myself and the research team, he laid a foundation for us to begin to stand on and build scholarship related to a teaching and an idea that many people have mocked and ridiculed. He was the first man to begin to provide proofs from Bible and Holy Quran that I ever read to defend and vindicate the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and the honorable Elijah Muhammad. You know the man that I'm talking about. He is Brother Jabril Muhammad. All praise is due to Allah. beloved brothers and sisters, I want to just share, because this is our Sunday meeting, is that right? And this is our great spiritual day. And Brother Halim has given us so much even though he was trying to hold the rostrum until we got here uh, but we were literally at the table of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I ask your indulgence for our tardiness and as he said, we came in town to conference and to meet and brother was like brother I want you to come and share with us on Sunday I said well I'll need a shirt and tie and all these different kinds of things because we came to meet with the Messiah in our midst and we came i like to say to be in receiver mode not to be in deliverer mode I came to be like a sponge sister Aisha you know Always honored to see our dear sister and fellow student in the ministry class. The nation of Islam is not a place where we are male chauvinists. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was sharing with us just the other day. He said that it is forbidden for us as men to gather together without the input of the woman. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught to us that a nation cannot rise any higher than its women. And so since we want to have the highest possible nation, the kingdom of God on earth, you'll find us in the nation of Islam doing all that we can to elevate the woman mentally, spiritually, morally, and even physically. Beloved brothers and sisters, I want to just share a little bit today in our Sunday service on a subject that we delivered maybe a month or two ago called Black America's Messianic Destiny. Because one of the things that we find wherever we go in all of our cities is that our cities are plagued with crime and violence and many different kinds of problems. But we bear witness that a solution to all of our problems the problems that are in the so-called African American community, the problems of the so-called Latino community, the problems of the so-called Native American and Asian American community, because trust and believe that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is revolutionary in his conceptualization of black being all that is non-white. He said the original man and woman is the Asiatic black man and woman comprising the black, the brown, the red, and the yellow. These are the people to whom God have come for today. And it is vitally important that you and I understand that in spite of what white America says of us, in spite of what white America does to destroy us, with God we have a great destiny, organic destiny. So, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad begins his re education and retraining of us by alerting to us of what is the knowledge of self. And he didn't just bring it from an Afrocentric perspective, and nothing wrong with Afrocentricity, but the highest of all sources in wisdom is the word of Almighty God Allah. The spiritual is that which covers all other fields of endeavor. Yes, so I was happy that Brother Alim talked about our research and scholarship because sometimes people who are involved in research and scholarship are not men and women of faith. Right. That's right. That's right. But we come to research, yes, we come to scholarship yes, sir. Yes, sir. with a firm and strong and deeply held belief in the divinely revealed word of Allah, God, yes, sir. and its supremacy. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I can tell you that when you come to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he's not so interested in what Freud or Young or Shakespeare has yes, had to say. Right. Unless yes, sir. Freud, Young, and Shakespeare are bearing witness to what Allah and his messengers have said. So I like to say that the revelation of God inspires the research and the research follows the revelation. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad says that we are chosen people. He said that Allah has chosen us today to be his people and to establish forever a people of righteousness and a people of unlimited knowledge of the divine supreme being. The very last one of these will become greater than the greatest of this world. He says the orthodox Muslims will have to bow to the choice of Allah. Allah will bring about a new Islam as for the principles of belief, they shall remain the same. Powerful statement because in American society, we've never been chosen. Right. That's right, we've been despised and rejected. That's that's right. Right. So he's saying two things here. Not only are we the choice of God, but God would bring a new spiritual understanding yes. through us. And that's fitting because we've had a unique life experience. That's right. That's right. Right. The scriptures talk about God's people having served a time in a furnace of affliction. Yes. Absolutely. But, you know, there's an old saying that whatever Satan intends for bad, God intends for good. Right. Yeah. Right. And so even though we have went through slavery, suffering, and death, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and minister Farrakhan's overarching message to us is that as a result of what we have suffered, God will bless us unlike he blessed any other people That's in the world. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad goes on to say the type of the so-called Negroes is given in many parables of the Bible. In fact, if the Bible is rightly understood, it is referring to none other than the so-called Negroes and their enemies, the chosen people of God. He says, in truth, they should shout with joy over the understanding that God has and is causing me to give them of the book. A chosen people. A people that belong to God. A people that even though we've read the Bible, we we thought we were reading about the Jews that are in Israel. I remember growing up and I went to Sunday school class and we had the little Sunday school books and Lord knows I love my upbringing in the church. But when I was growing up in the church, I never walked away with any sense of self-worth as a black man. The images of God that I saw were of Caucasian people. The same image of those who were our slave masters and their children, our oppressors. So that's a problem, brothers and sisters, that our oppressor and our God look just alike. What does that do to the psychology of your and my children? You're upset with the slave master on Monday, but you pray into the Jesus on Sunday that looks like his brother. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad continues the so called Negroes of America are really God's choice to build the kingdom of peace on earth. The Negroes are the lost sheep of the Bible, not Israel. Ooh, wait a minute now. See, in the nation of Islam, we're used to controversy, brothers and sisters. And I want you to understand that if you hope to have a relationship with God, you should expect controversy. Yes, This is a world based on lies and falsehoods. So if you and I want to build our life on truth, you will be by default controversial. You see, our wonderful sisters, they try to go to and forth in the society modestly adorned. In a society that is committed to stripping the woman of her gun. So it's controversial. In many societies, they say, we want to outlaw the hijab. Righteousness and a relationship with God is controversial. You're a young man growing up, and if you don't smoke weed, if you don't drink alcohol, you're considered to be an outcast among your peers. Truth and righteousness is controversial. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's teachings are necessarily controversial in a world of evil and wickedness. Now, he doesn't just say in a kind of braggadocious kind of way, in a chest-thumping kind of way, that we the chosen people of God. See, this ain't about a contest of Y'all say it's y'all, and we say it's us. Right, 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 that's right, that's right. That's a cheap exercise. Yes, sir. that yes. But as my brother, student minister, Ilya Rashad, was making a very powerful point, whenever you hear the nation of Islam referenced in mainstream America, they always attribute, that most of the time they're going to insult us yes, or mock sir. us, and if they acknowledge any good that comes from us, they always try to minimize it and say it is the result of something that is low-level, low yes. Right, 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 right. They say we became strong because the message of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad appealed to people who were in prisons. Well, that's yes. true. That's true. Right. But in truth, that's just an indicator that he is, in fact, a messenger of God because the Holy Quran said of Noah, the critics said of Noah, we see only the meanest of the people following him. that's right. That's right. That's right. But they never want to give that little Georgia-born black man Yes, sir. That's right. a meek and humble man. Yes, Yes. that's right. Yet the wisdom of God coming from his mouth Yes terrorize the rulers of this world. They never want to give that man credit for the most profound understanding and exegesis of the Bible and the Holy Quran that the world has ever known. They'd have you to believe that Malcolm X became a great man, a man that you and I have admired because he read the dictionary. But if you watch, Malcolm never stood before any platform and said, Noah Webster teaches us, Miriam Webster teaches us. He always invoked while he was in his right mind, that is. He'd always invoke that the wisdom that he was yes. expressing came from his teacher, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yes. Lord, yes. Lord yes. the Honorable Elijah Muhammad begins to take us through the book. Yes. Showing us ourselves. Yes, sir. Because the people of God, the people that God chose to establish the kingdom of God on Earth, one of their characteristics is that they would have been in bondage for 400 yes, years. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know he's excited over the 1619 project. But in truth, there's evidence to show that slavery began in 1555, which is what Master Far Muhammad told the Honorable yes, Elijah yes, Muhammad, that we yes, sir. first yes, sir. came into slavery. Yes, sir. So in this citation, an expedition under the command of one John Like reportedly returned to England with certain black slaves in 1555. 1955, 400 years. Now we're reading this again, thinking about the white people of Europe who call themselves Jews. It's funny that they call themselves Jews. And to be a Jew is to be one that has a covenant relationship with God. Right, right. And that covenant is that God saved them from their enslavement yes, sir. and elevated them within the world that they might be a blessing to the world. Yes, sir. Right, right. But the Jew that we have known ain't been a blessing in our life. Oh, have trafficked in much of yes, that which sir. is called sins according to the yes, prophets and messengers sir. of God. Right, and right. if you will notice in the Old Testament, whenever a prophet or messenger of God came to them, yes, sir. they opposed him and many of them they, they killed. killed. That's right. That's right. The same action that they have today yes, sir. with our beloved leading teacher, right, right. the Honorable yes, Minister Lewis right. Farrakhan. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad went on to identify the fact that the children of Israel in bondage had their names changed. Now, if I went back there and I asked the secretary, let me see the sign-in sheet, brother. I might see Johnson and Jones, Williams and Smith. For those of us that have not given up the slave master's name, now, if you've been coming to Muhammad's mosque for a while, you probably have already given up his name. Absolutely. But isn't it rather profoundly shocking that in 2023, on, buddy, most of us as a people still wear the names that were given to our foreparents yes. by our slave masters. Right. See, words matter, brothers and sisters. Names matter. Do you know that in certain Jewish rabbinical traditions, as it relates to God's name, it was considered to be so revolutionary and so sacred that they wouldn't even speak it. Names are important. Names indicate purpose. Yes. Function. Yes. Names are an indicator of value. Yes. But this is one of the characteristic features of the people who are called the chosen people of yes. God. That people whom God would choose again, not for bragging rights. Right. Because I know, you know, they like to call us, Minister Aileen, the black supremacists. Right. Yeah, right. They like to say that, well, you know, as Brother Rashad said, you know, Elijah Muhammad, he was a reverse psychologist. Yeah, that's what they say. Right. White folk call black folk devils, and so Elijah called white folk devils. Right, right. That's what they li- like to say because they d- never want you to realize that the teachings of the nation of Islam emerge out of the same Bible that you've been reading all your life, but we've misunderstood. Yes, right. Right. Think over it, brother and yes. sisters. Yes, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's wisdom that Allah gave yes. to him yes. Was, yes, was so profound, Absolutely. is so profound. Absolutely. He made black folk in America Muslims. Yes using primarily the Christian Bible. Think about that. Think about that. See, he wasn't a master psychologist in a negative sense, but he was a master teacher. Yes. The master teacher meets the student wherever the student is yes, sir. and then uses his wisdom to raise him degree by degree. Yes. Yes, sir. So long before we began to read and study and have an appreciation for the Holy Quran, we had already stepped forth to say, La ilaha illallah, yes. Muhammadan Rasulullah. Based upon the Honorable Elijah yes, Muhammad yes. showing us in the Bible that yes. we were Muslims by yes. nature. Yes, sir. That's right. all, all praises due to Allah. So the scholars say the slaves have been stripped of their status, their names, their families and friends and their customs and culture. That's what the scriptures say in Daniel 1 and 7. The children of Israel names were changed. I don't know. Some the old translation said that Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, their names were changed to uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. I've heard urban translations say a bad Negro. Yes. Makes sense to me. Yes, <laughs> he continues. Special laws were used. Do you know, brother and sister, all over America, there's a problem between police and the blind community. Yes, sir. You and I are portrayed as a lawless community. Yes, sir. They try to portray our Latino brothers and sisters as people that don't respect law and order. Right, right, right. When the truth of the matter is, as original people, yes, sir. we are the architects of the world's first systems of law and order. Yes, sir. Right. The world's first systems of an orderly, civilized society. Yes, sir. Yes, we are the fathers and mothers of civilization. Yes, sir. That's and right. you can't have civilization without law and order. That's the problem right. is, is that in this society, teach, brother, teach. the systems of law and order were specially established. Yes, sir to prohibit us the very aspects of life that are required to be civilized. Once upon a time, it was forbidden for two black people to get married. We couldn't testify in court. We couldn't own property. We couldn't vote. We weren't allowed education. The basic human right to know was deprived of us not just in custom and culture, but also through the statutory, the written, documented laws of American society. Well, the Bible says the same thing. Yes. Sir. David, the psalmist, cried out to God. God, you mean to tell me you would have fellowship with a throne of iniquity mm. that frames mischief by means of its laws? Yeah. Now, that's the Bible, that's right. but if you don't know and have the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you don't know that applies to us, because right. in our history, it says, surely never before has mischief been framed by law with more diabolical ingenuity than this infernal slave code, Go ahead. and many times today, police officers come into communities of color, and they engage with us. Yes, with the attitude of those who were the slave code right, right. enforced. Because right, right. the right. first institutions of policing in America were the slave patrol. Yes, right. yes, right. And now, through the science of epigenetics, mm-hmm. the geneticists have now found that trauma mm-hmm. leaves an imprint. Mm-hmm on the cell and the genetic material yes, of a people. They kind of knew that part, but the thing that's been the eye opener is that that imprint on the cellular level is transferable from one generation to the next. So they wonder why when the police pull up, the brothers scatter. Brothers don't even know. It's genetic. your great 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 granddaddy when he saw that star he understood these are the people that are coming to take me back to the plantation and if I want to be free I need to outrun them all of this beloved brothers and sisters come right out of the scripture to teach you and I what is our destiny as a people moreover it talks about how the children of Israel were robbed and spoiled in Exodus chapter 1, verse 10, Isaiah 42 and 22, Daniel 5 and 2. Come on, man. Do you know that one of the things that they learned during the days of plantation slavery? Because when we were on the plantation, you know, they talk about the problem of unemployment, man. Yes, during slavery, we, there was no problem of unemployment. No. No unemployment problem during the days of slavery. But would you believe that our first problem with drug addiction came from the plantation days? When plantation owners realized that they could give their slaves a little bit of cocaine and they would work longer. They would work harder. They would endure more pain and more suffering. They have to say it because you and I are living in 2023. He said, Brother, why are you dredging up the past? Why are you going into history? Let bygones be bygones. I can't let bygones be bygones. I can't let history stay in the past because you and I are suffering today for what happened yesterday. Right now in America. They are those that are victims of the so-called opioid epidemic. And all the talk around the victims of the opioid epidemic is that they need wraparound services. They need treatment facilities. But in the 80s and 90s, when crack was ravaging the hood, the talk was the criminalization of the crack inspired the development yes, sir. of what now is called the school to prison pipeline. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. The prison industrial complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you gotta know that you didn't just get involved in narcotics in an organic kind of way. The root of it is that our enemies gave yeah. it to us. Just as the scripture teaches of people that are robbed and spoiled. Of people who are deliberately corrupted. Slavery was not just about ownership and possession. But it had also these component elements of the demoralization of a people. Making a people immoral. That's what you're doing when you say you can't get married but you can make babies. That. that goes right back to our enslavement. Yes, and part of the problem of juvenile delinquency, part of the problem of the escalating rates of crime and violence in our neighborhoods, Please. is that we ain't never taught our babies what the hell happened to us. All, right. All praises due to Allah. Our children are spun out into a world yes. ruled by the descendants of our slave master. Right, right. And we don't know what happened to us. Yes, what the hell happened to Teach. us? We don't know it. Teach. So we often take a view of one another. That's the view of the dominant society. Yes, sir. This world don't like black people, and black people act like they don't like black yes. people ask yourself a question. How come you ain't never heard the phrase, Jew on Jew crime? Right. But you have heard the phrase, black on black crime. Yes, That's right. I've even heard the phrase, brown on brown crime. See, in Jewish culture, they have a saying, never again. They're speaking about what Hitler did to the Jews in Germany. And the way they ensure never again is that they never allow a generation to be born. Yes, sir. That they don't educate Teach. about what happened to them. Yes, sir. That's right. right. That's right. Oh, every people have problems. Absolutely. Right. Right. You think Jews don't despise one another sometimes? Right. You think right. they don't do each other wrong sometimes, right. lie and cheat right. one another sometimes? But their internal differences, their internal problems never get to the point where they start killing one another. Because if two Jewish young men have a beef, they say to themselves, "You know, man, the only reason that you and I are still alive is because your grandfather escaped Hitler's gas chamber. My grandmother escaped Hitler's concentration camp. So how they gonna survive to give us this kind of life, just for you and I to kill each other? See, so we have to teach what happened to us, not to inspire hatred of other people, but to inspire the necessary compassion, sensitivity, and intergroup tenderness that's needed in this kind of world. Can't kill my brother yes, when I know what happened to his mothers and fathers happened right, to mine. Right. Yes, we can es- escape the master's whip yes, sir. and the shackles and bonds. Yes, sir. First and now, do to one another yes, sir. what they want to do to yes, us. We need, in my humble judgment, a nationwide campaign where we educate our young people on what happened to us, not just the politically correct version. Oh, yeah, brother and sister, you got to be careful because if you got babies, and what a dear brother and friend of mine, student minister Abdul Muhammad. He call it the public fool system. Yes, sir. It's called a public school system. Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> but if you got babies there, you better debrief them when they yes. come That's home. Because right. right. do you know what they're doing now? Come on. Come on. In the American history textbooks, right. they're saying that black people got over here because we immigrated from Africa to right. be farm workers in America. Oh. Oh. Think about that. Oh. The whitewashing and the sanitizing oh, yes, of the evil of white America right out of the history book. Yes, right. right. See, so if, if, if what happened to us is not a part of the equation, then we are left to believe we brought this on ourselves. Right, absolutely. Oh, Do you know that this people who are the chosen people of God they are also chosen not just to be a great people but they are chosen to really be a nation mm. of messiahs yes, sir. Right. It's, 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 it's. Wow. Hey. a nation of messiahs That's right. yeah. see what comes from the soul of a people who have suffered is a hatred for suffering. Yes, Yes. absolutely. What comes from the soul of a people in pain is a hatred of pain. Yes, sir. That's the kind of people that could be a people who would reflect and represent the greatest attributes of God in the world. Yes, sir. Because God's greatest attributes, according to how it's written in the scriptures, is His love, His compassion, His mercy. Right, That's right. Absolutely. Right. Nearly every surah of the Holy Quran introduces it in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. Some translations render it in the name of Allah, the most compassionate, the most graceful. Yes, yes, yes. sir. Yes. yes. Come on, brother. But what about a people who reflect?
1: A people
0: who have a salvific presence in the world. They come up from suffering and adversity and hardship to establish a nation and then a society where oppression is forbidden. Where slavery is against the law. Where evil yes. is an anathema. Yes, sir. God has chosen us, he us yeah. yes, sir, brother. to be a nation of messiahs. Right. Now, what does it mean to be a messiah? A nation of messiahs. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad says it like this Woo. the word in Arabic, Masih. Yeah. says the commentator on the language, means one who travels much or one wiped over with something such as oil, the same as the Aramaic Messiah, which is said to mean the anointed. In the biblical times, important people were anointed with oil. Yes. Right. Right, right, right. But anointing was for a specific purpose. Right, right. A job, a role, a function. Yes. This Messiah and the Messianic nation that they, he produces, their function is to create the kingdom of God on yes, earth. Yes, sir. Right. Beautiful teaching, brother. Come on. Bring First time I ever heard of Hugh Schoenfield was reading Minister Jabril Muhammad's articles. <laughs> Minister Jabril had, I think it was, was it a 17-page exchange of letters? with this particular scholar, Hugh Schoenfield. So I told you, anything we do of value in scholarship, we're standing on the foundation hey, of ministry Gabriel right 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 right. right Professor Schoenfield writes in his book, The Mystery of the Messiah, what has to be clarified and appreciated is that the Bible presents us not only with an individual Messiah but also with a Messiah collective. The Messiahship is shared, referencing Hosea 11 and 1, Matthew 2 and 15. The nation Messiah. The The nation Messiah. The nation of Islam, I mean the nation Messiah would have to be singular among the nations, set apart for the service and benefit of all peoples, and as a mediator between God and mankind. The Messianic requires us to read and study the books of Moses with a new appreciation and insight, not as something relating to a past experience, which has been superseded, but as something of present and future relevance to that ideal world economy, which would come to be expressed as the kingdom or the rule of God mm-hmm. on Earth. Go ahead. A Messianic people. Right. Right. Well, to build a Messianic people, a Messianic nation, you got to start somewhere. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So the honor Elijah Muhammad gives to us in point number 12. In the early days of his ministry. Yes. He said, we believe that Allah, God, appeared in the person of Master W. Fard Muhammad, July 1930, the long-awaited Messiah of the Christians and the Mahdi of the Muslims. We believe, further and lastly, that Allah is God. And besides him, there is no God. And he will bring about a universal government of peace wherein we all can live in peace together. Go ahead. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says that that mysterious man that appeared in a place called Black Bottom Detroit in the early 1930s, he fulfilled what the scriptures describe of the coming of God for the gathering and the deliverance of his people. And he began the process of making of us what he himself is. Right. See, there's something powerful about it when divine yes. knowledge, wisdom, and understanding yes. is given to a people. Yes. Yes. Because yes, in many ways, it emulates the process of how life is conceived. Yes. We all understand that life involves the seed of the Father, in the womb of the mother and then the mother becomes pregnant and a new life is born from the seed of the father and the egg of the mother well in spiritual sense you make a messianic nation but starting with a word that's like a seed it's a seedbed of ideas, yes, a seedbed of wisdom, yes. and he gave it to this man, the yes. most honorable yes. Elijah Muhammad, yes. That's yes. Right. Yes. and like a woman that loves a man, yes. Yes. the honorable Elijah Muhammad loved Master Far yes. Muhammad, yes. Yes. and he became pregnant. Yes. Right, right. With wisdom. Yes, sir. He became pregnant yes. with that which is needed to make of you and I into a nation. Yes, right. That's why they like to skirt around, Mr. Muhammad. Right. 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 Now you, you I want you to bear me witness. February is coming. Right. 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 Black History Month. Yes, sir. That's You're going to hear about Dr. King. Yes, sir. You gonna hear about Malcolm X. Yes, you gonna hear about Sojourner Truth. Ida B. Will, Harriet Tubman. That turn. Yes, sir. The one man that will be curiously absent. Yes, sir. Most honorable Elijah yes, sir. Why is that? Yes. They'll talk to you about Muhammad Ali, the great heavyweight champion of the world, but he was Mister Muhammad's student. Yes. They talk about Malcolm. Malcolm was Mr. Muhammad's yeah. student. Yeah. They talk to you about the likes of Dr. Naeem Akbar right, and right. so many others. Right, right. The man that made it popular and comfortable for black folk to identify as black. Yes, sir. Right. The man that really is at the root of why we start giving our babies. Now, some of us still wear the slave name as our last name. Right, right. But starting in the nineteen seventies, black mothers and fathers they stopped naming their children John Henry and Susie May. Yes, sir. Right, right. Come on. Right, right. They, they mock us by having so-called black names, yes, but you yes. gotta understand yes. the honorable Elijah Muhammad and his ministers yes. began to saturate yes. the landscape of yes. black America. Yes. Inspiring our people with the knowledge that we do not have our own name. Yes. Right. So now we are Aisha and right. Hakeem and yes. Jamil right. and Jamal. Yes. We might be Jamal Jackson, yes. but we Jamal. Yes. We might be Aisha Williams, but we Aisha. Yes. And Reader's Digest called this man the most powerful Negro in America. Yes, sir. Yet they hide him from all of the powerless Negro. Now your enemy then said, this is the man that's most powerful. This is the man that we're afraid of. So they hide him from you. They hide him from me. But that's why I thank almighty God Allah for the honorable minister Louis (laughs) Farrakhan. Thank Allah for Minister Farrakhan. Oh, I thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan. Yes, sir. See, because he too became pregnant. Yes, right. With the wisdom. Yes, sir. And has become a messiah in our midst. Yes, right. God came wearing three hats, yes. one for himself, yes. the power in which he would not reveal, yes. and hats for two men from the people whom whites had destroyed. Right, right. Oh, it's in the book. It's yes. in the book. That this nation, Messiah, yes. begins with three wearing the hat at a certain point in their ministry of Messiah. Holy right. Quran gives it to you like this. So the Lord said to me, well, let me go to this one. Oh, I didn't got ahead of myself. But I wanted to give it to you from the Holy Quran. I believe it's in the 36th surah. Maybe around Ayats 12 through 14. But it says, recite to the people the parable of the town when right. we sent messengers to it right. too. Right. And then strengthened them with a the third. I don't recall any of the ancient prophetic nations that had three. Right. Good point. But Allah says he sent this particular group two yes. divine servants yes. and then strengthened them with a the third. Yes. So these three who have given to us spiritual life, their goal is not to create a bunch of people Who just adore them? That's right, Right, Right. Minister Farrakhan. Not looking for yes men and yes women. If you didn't know no better, they try to call Minister Farrakhan a demigod, a cult leader, a of Allah, may Allah forgive those who say and utter such falsehoods. See, this is the kind of wisdom, brothers and sisters, that if you allow it to fertilize your own mind, and you become pregnant with this kind of wisdom, then you become a messiah. You become a god. That's the purpose of the nation of Islam. That's the purpose. As a brother, I forget his name, but I, I never read his book. But I always loved the title of his book. His book was called, and Forgive Me, but it was called, From Niggas to Gods. Yes, sir. Part one and part two. Yes, sir. And it's a, a, a phrasing of the title that I like because it describes so much yes. of our word. Yes, right? yes. The nation of Islam is hated in America because it has that capability to cause niggas to become God. Yes, right. In American society, they only want us for one purpose. Right. If we can't be the nigger in American yes. society, the rulers of America just say, We just rather not have y'all at all. That's right. That's if you right can't there. do and serve the purpose we want you to serve. Right. So, my encouragement to you, beloved brothers and sisters, as I close, is to continue to hear yes, the Honorable Minister yes, Lewis yes, Farrakhan. Right. Come to Muhammad's mosque and open yourself yes, yes. up. Yes. Open your mind. Right. There's a wisdom here yes, sir. that will move you closer as toward you. the fulfillment of your life's yes, purpose. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir each and every brother, each and every sister, yes. the tragedy of American society is that through depriving us of the knowledge of self and the knowledge of God, we never fulfill our tremendous That's potential. Right. 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 Absolutely. Right. Do you know that the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan has said to us that the potential of each of us is so. And sometimes we forget that when we're going through the struggles and difficulties right, of life, right, 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 and we're living in difficult times. Yes, sir. yes sir. we're coming kind of, sorta out of a global pandemic. Kind of, sorta, yes. We open up back our houses of worship. Everybody didn't come back that was here before. No, sir. Not. No, sir. Because the conditions in society ill affected. Yeah, we had to keep it real, brothers and sisters. That's real. It's real. It's real. And that's why, as again, as brother said, I certainly love scholarship, but first, I'm a man of faith. faith. Paul says in the Bible, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So this hour is trying all of our faith. Yes. But the beautiful thing about what we do in scholarship and research is that scholarship and research is a wonderful strengthener of faith. Yes, yes. yes. yes sir. Yes. Right. Because again, if faith is the substance of yes. things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Yes. If I can give you some evidence of the things that not yet seen, then you are likely to hold on to your faith a little while longer. So those of us who are believers have to also take the attitude and disposition of being a student. And a caretaker and a strengthener of our own faith. We are in a struggle of truth versus falsehood. Yes, sir. Right. It's not a time to give up. Okay. It's not a time to let go. Right, sir. Oh, I love when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talked to us yes, sir. about the three tests of life. Yes, sir. Right. So powerful it is. that he drew our attention as he does frequently, to the smallest aspect of life, the single cell of life, the first when sperm fertilizes egg and there's nothing but a clot. And he said that each of us come to life this way. He says, but before even that, when life is conceived, Millions, sometimes billions of sperm cells are competing to fertilize the egg. Yes, right. He says, but only one does the job. Only one. And he said, guess what? That one was you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That one was me. Right, yes. right, right. Listen, before we even right. come to birth, yes, sir. we have to pass the test yes. of overwhelming odds. Yes. Now, just to be clear, I don't want to inspire anyone to go play the Powerball. <laughs> it's not what this is about. No, right, right. Yeah. I don't want to be on the way to the airport in a, a couple hours and see y'all getting lotto tickets. Because yes, no, the brother said, you know, I, I can beat overwhelming odds. <laughs> <laughs> but as a single cell microscopic yes, organism, really a particle of life, you proved to have what it takes to overcome overwhelming odds. I don't know, maybe some of you feel like you're overwhelmed right now. Yes. 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 Don't quit, don't give up. Not only were you competing against overwhelming odds, but the minister reminds us you had to swim against the downward pull of gravity one of the most powerful forces in the universe. Gravity causes everything, no matter the color, no matter the weight, no matter the size, to fall at 32 feet per second per second. 9.8 meters per second squared. Gravity, the great equalizer. But you overcame it. I don't know, maybe you feel like the adversities of your life right now, you're going against the flow of gravity. You've already proved you have what it takes. God makes us to prove this before we're even born. And in the 13th surah of the Holy Quran, he says explicitly, I know what the wounds carry, and I know what the wounds fall short of. Well, your mother's womb didn't fall short of you, cause you here. Yes. Alive and well and evidently in your right frame of mind. Cause you hear Mohammed Ma's number 32 today. And the minister said, the last test that God make us pass is the test of the hostile environment. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yes. See, because during the COVID-19, we learn a lot about the immune system. Yes, sir. Yes. We learn that the body is designed to fight off foreign invaders. Yes. yes. Right. So when that first cell of life is conceived, again, a clot, mother's body, not yet knowing that she's pregnant, begins to try to get rid of it. Because it thinks it's a foreign invader. And many times, according to experts in biology, they've concluded Mm -hmm. that mothers are many times more pregnant than they ever know anything about because conception took place, but the body got rid of it. So in the initial stages, mom's own body Mm -hmm. is a hostile place for the new life that she will ultimately nurture to fulfillment then certain chemical receptors are turned on after a while that that cell attaches itself to the wall of the uterus to hang on. So you had faith way back then. Strong faith evidently. Because you're sitting here right now, but you overcame the test of the hostile environment. So any hostile environment that you're in now, you can overcome it. Quit! Don't give up. Hold on to your faith. And the great, you know, minister Paul gives us these pastoral epistles as the New Testament. Closes. And similarly, in the 30th juice of the Holy Quran, you have the 93rd and the 94th surah that are like pastoral epistles of Paul in the sense that. When Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, salallahu alaihi wasallam, in the early days of his ministry. Man, he went through something. I think about that man sometimes. I was with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan one day. He was talking about the prophet and he wept profusely. Because the prophet was a man minding his own business and God disturbed him he called him into his service yes. and it was a traumatic experience yes. Yes. Traumatic. some of the writers of Sirah, which is the biographical information of the prophet say that the angel of you know cause you have a vision a man you read you don't know how to read you kind of like well maybe it was something I ate <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they said the angels of grabbed him Squeezed it. Yes. Read, Ikra, read in the name of that Lord who creates. But what was fascinating about it is that after the first revelation came, he didn't get no more revelation for a while. Right, 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 that's right, right. that's right. So not only did the man go through the traumatic experience of being called into God's service, but then it was like God forgot about it. Yes, so he felt forsaken. Yes, sir. Right. Wow! <laughs> so Muhammad, in the early days of his ministry, models a common experience among yes. men and women of faith. Yes. The feeling of being forsaken. Yes, sir. Right. The feeling of fe- feeling forgotten. Right. 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 God but in the 93rd and 94th surahs. Yes after what the scholars call the cessation of revelation. revelation, Allah returned to Muhammad and he said that Muhammad, surely the latter state would be greater than the former state. You are not forsaken. forsaken. Your Lord is not displeased with thee chance you go home, you read the 93rd yes, and the 94th swords. Yes, because if as Muslims universally we are following the way of Muhammad, yes. Yes. the only way that that is significant is that what Allah said to Muhammad, he's also saying to you and also yes, saying to yes, me. Right. Yes, right. wow. So no brother or sister any of the day shall feel forsaken. That's should feel forgotten. Right. Yes, sir. We are in the hour on the cusp of the victory of Allah in yes. the righteous. Hold on to your faith. Yes. Beloved brothers and sisters, thank you so much for giving us some of your time and attention today. We leave you as we came before you in the greeting words of peace. as